0: And welcome to another episode of the one and only part the Bus, the football podcast It talks everything Scottish football from up and down the country. I am joined by just one amigo tonight and its lowland league and east of Scotland, West Highland, wherever we want to go. And it's just Mr Andy Dixon. How are we doing? No bad mate, you?
1: I'm not too bad, but not too bad at all.
0: As you can probably tell, I still sound rough, I've got a two day hangover. Uh, no. Please never ever buy me about 12 pints and six to seven bombs. does not go down well. A light night. Mm, a light night for some, heavy for others. <laughs> so, where do you want to start Mr Dixon?
1: i just start a lonely game. Yeah,
0: me as well eh, me as well. I mean, the Lone League, again, we keep talking about it every week. We get a bit, a wee bit slagging on Pie and Bravo. We get some other ones that are pretty positive positive in the actually like us doing the podcast. So, thank you very much, everybody, that downloads thank and listens and comments. It's very much appreciated. But the best of all, it is that team at top of the table now. It is East Colbray, but we'll do it a wee bit different this week. We'll go see results from the weekend. If it wants to load up. Here we go. So, we're already at the end of August. First game in September is Hartsby-Lymn-Rofco-Rose, but before that, from the 25th, um, we had the Friday night fixture, Cali Braves, took on Hearts B again at Ainsley Park and it finished 1-1. They had Albion Rovers versus and that was a 3-1 win for the Rovers. Cornish United came up short at home at Newtown Park. 3-0 defeat against Cumberland Colts. Broomhall finally got defeated as well against Gala Feridine with a 3-2 win away from home. East Bride beat Cowden Beef 4-2 at Kay Park. Obviously coming back to 2-2, Camille Elliott's side could not make the difference. And it was a 4-2 win for East Kilbride. Gretna 2008 got three points on the board also. They beat Silver Silver Strollers 2-1 and Lanufco Rose only could get a draw 2-2. Another man sent off as a goalkeeper, sent off for of a ridiculous challenge, about 25 yards out, and they could only master a 2-2 draw against the university side. Talk about another university side, Mean and Andy Dickson went to the one and only Fourth Bank Stadium to watch on a Sunday, University of Stirling versus Chenet, thinking that University of Stirling would hold out for the 1-0 win, but no, a late comeback from the Tees. Yes, 2-1. So, interesting one there, interesting one there. But going through to the table now, and the table looks like this. It's top of the league, and it's a team that everyone expects. It's East Bride. seven games played, one draw, six wins, 19 points on the board. Hearts B, second at eight games played, 17. Come on, Colts, who would have thought it? Third in the league, flying high. 16 points on the board. Boness United now drop into 4th place after being top of the table for all this time. That's now 2 defeats in a row for the men down in Newtown Park. of course sitting 5th, not bad for a team that's came up from the East of Scotland Prem. now sitting below them and our big budget team in this league that's hopefully be sitting more closer to the top in the next couple of weeks after the departure of the Mance but we will come on to that in just a little bit. Broomhill, they're sitting now sitting 7th place, 11 points on the board. Civil Service, the same, 7, 11 points. Berwick Rangers, the exact same. The one team you've got to watch out for, I told you at the start of the season, Andy, because they're playing catch-up, Albion Rovers, four games played, nine points on the board, not too bad. Cowden me for the exact same, but they have now caught up, and they're sitting nine points with six games played. University of Stirling seven games eight points Celtic B seven games seven points compared to last year that's a pretty uh, a big shop but we'll come into that a bit later. Galifery the Rovers, seven games played seven points. Uh, East Stirling, eight games four points. Cali Brave sitting in sixteenth with four points as well. And coming off the bottom of the table is that team Gretna two thousand eight they're now seventeenth and Edinburgh University slipped down with the only draw of the season coming against. Oh, that's great, yeah. Then Lough we'll gros. We'll um Anyway, so, f- going on to that one, Andy, where do you want to start first? I want to go with Cumbernauld Colts.
1: We'll start with Cumbernauld then.
0: Um, Cumbernauld Colts is one of them teams that had a rebuild build um, during the summer there. Uh, players coming and going. Also, they did share the home of uh, Open Goal, Broom Hill. They've been there for a long time because it's in Cumbernauld. Um, they, they started out, uh, they got formed in 1969, um, they've been there about during the early eighties. The town's biggest youth club, obviously, and they do bring some players through the door. Uh, they try their best anyway, and hats off to them in a, an area that's obviously predominantly a bigger team town. Um, but yeah, they they've hit the ground running this year, Andy. They're they're flying, and they're obviously top goal scorer up front. Do yeah. not too not too not too shabby. Um, and that that man will say, Billy Mortimer. Yes. Uh, I think he's made the difference. If you've got a guy up front that can be banging that many goals so far, I think you're laughing.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I don't think anybody would have predicted where they would have, where they were or where they are. I should say after eight games. Um, obviously five wins, eh, only two defeats. I mean, sixteen points. It's, it's a good. It's really good. Obviously, they've played a, they've played a game more than most of the teams around them, of course. Um, but at the same time, you can't you can't really argue. Um, you can't argue with that. You know, how they've how they've started the season, they obviously they beat Lethbridge both two very controversial. We had a little bit of chat about that the last time we spoke. Uh, um, the where are we? And obviously then had they played Hearts beat, and uh, they got beat for Hearts B two one. Um, away from home on the Saturday, they then played they played Gretna, they won 6-0, and obviously a 3-0-1 against top of the league, Bones United, that, that's probably the shocking result, if, if you understand what I mean by that. Nobody would have expected that at all. The way that, obviously, Boness have started the season quite well, so they slipped up they slipped up through the week. Um, but at the same time, they've now, obviously you'd expect them to hit back as well. They've not. They've lost Cumbernauld, just continuing their, their good running form. So, yeah, they've just got to keep back. going.
0: They've just got to keep going. They have done well. Hats off to them. Um it's an R team that we talked about that's um a surprise package this year. They don't bring the biggest fan base, they don't bring um outstanding uh, signings, but I think a couple of the signs I've had mate have have uh, certainly shown that they're they're worth in this league so far. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They're a very solid and again it's They're,
1: organized. By, they're, very, they're, solid. Organized. they're very solid, organized, yeah, absolutely. Uh tier five side. And again,
0: the Lone League is that mixed up, is that all oh, it takes is a few results, a few good results, and you're in the picture, and you're well, flying. S um, obviously, get two defeats in the row now, they're now yeah. sitting in first place. Um, East ride again, were sitting, obviously, below that at one point in first place, and you know what I mean? So, now, going, going back and come on old, I just want to point out to the S fan, I don't know if you are a S fan, but you thought it was quite funny that was throwing a tantrum, maybe, just last week, well, at least we can uh, put our heads high, heads held high and and perform and a nine men and get pumped eh?
1: <laughs> now, No.
0: Now no. Now. Nah it's all good bunner. But yeah, where do you think Cumbernal will be after the next few games? There is also big competition to be in this league and be competitive. You've got a B team sitting second in the league and your beloved hearts hearts handy. Um, next couple of games for Cumbernauld also they play in the second of th- September against yes. Broom Hill. So the the games are freaking fast and they're very difficult as well when you think about it.
1: Yeah, no, no, absolutely. The games always come freaking fast in this league, don't they? And that's yeah, what I, I, mean, I mean, look at there, Cumbernold and then but that's the thing. They've got Cumbernold, they've got Broom Hill on Saturday, and they've got on Wednesday night. Can't I mean? So yeah. yeah, that is one of these, and you're talking about. Even the same well, actually Boness don't because we're talking about just because we mentioned Boness, but Boness have got civil on Saturday. They were meant to play Celtic on the on the Wednesday or that, that midweek, but that's been postponed. Um so I don't know what that why that has been postponed, but it has and then it's one of these, it's quite a interesting it's an interesting thing how it goes. The obviously at Easterland, just getting some of the more of the Cumberland Old fixtures as well. I think it moves on to like Scottish Cup and stuff. So, yeah, you yeah, see the South
0: Scottish Cup's around the thing. corner,
1: isn't it? So, Scottish Cup it is, but South, South Challenge is also around the corner as well. When they that's more low than they league at the moment, but I mean, big, yeah, big I think, I mean, if you're going to talk about you're talking about surprise packages, I think that the Hearts be where they are sitting there at the moment. Obviously, five wins, two draws, that one defeat to the Cowden at home. It's been a really good start for the season. A lot of this, as we we know, a lot of the players played last season, so they've got a, they've got they have got one year's experience under their belt. the They are still very young side. I can see a few of them maybe getting moved on, as in loaned out. Maybe if they don't get moved in this transfer window, then maybe in January as well, just to try it up. A bit. I think Kirk and McLaughlin, you're probably your three that could move out, and obviously Kirk being the second top goal scorer in the league. Yeah, um, and as with my heart's out on, I think that it's really good. It's showing that these boys are obviously they're young. You still see the mistakes that they can make, um, especially against some of the senior senior pros. Well, teams that are well set up, but it's really good for them. Uh, just to that, I'll be interesting to see how they got on on Friday night um, against Linlithgow. Um, yeah. I know how Linlithgow are a good side. Um, obviously, they won't have their number one goalkeeper and goals. Um, but I think that it's going to be, it'll be a challenging game anyway uh, for the team. And I think that's what they need. And that's what some of these boys need. i will be interesting to see how many of them will end up in Greece uh, this week as well, depending. So i will be interesting because I don't know what's happening with that, with the first team. But again, we're not here to talk about the first team. Um, I mean, going down the league as well, obviously, are we going to talk about L- Lithgow? We'll
0: go bonus for a minute. Yeah. Um... I just want Bonnet to say about Boness. I mean, Boness have been a surprise package at the very beginning. Um yeah. I mean, the only thing I'd say, I've got a solid goalkeeper in Musa. Porteus coming from, Also, uh, Newton Grange was a, a wee, not a surprise signing, but a signing that you'd expect him to kick on if he wants to take this seriously and, and be a, a very good player. And the way they've done it is really good. Yeah. Sean Rutherford as well, obviously, signing from Trinette was a, a, not a shock, but if he's maybe... Not wanting to go bypass every fucking two days. Um, yeah, it maybe makes it a bit, but easier travel. Um, but maybe he's obviously fought as well at Tronents. Things are a bit different, which we'll come on to in a minute. Um, it's all kind of gone blazing a wee bit, but no nah, bonus. They they'll be about. I think if they don't be if they're not about, it means it, it means it's um, the, the the toys have came at the pram again and a bit like last year. Yeah, a couple of injuries and they don't really have a, a that much of a balance in the squad. To one player comes in or one comes in, it's just as good. I think.
1: Yeah, uh, you know a bit more about and you've obviously got a very interesting relationship with, with bonus I suppose, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, as long as you on... don't
0: finish uh, above Lyft I'm quite happy.
1: <laughs> well, I think we'll see, obviously the games are still to come as well, but...
0: Very much, remember, book the 30th off.
1: Yeah, absolutely, so what are we are talking, Lyft game?
0: Yeah, well, I'll just touch on Lifky, I didn't make the game all since Saturday, but um, well, i got to tell, it was just the usual, just didn't turn up in the first half again, uh, having the goalie get sent off to 15 minutes into the second half, and it just changes yeah. the game totally, I mean, we probably should have seen it the game with 10 men, I think the Rose team's probably good enough to do that, Um, but again, it's maybe poor defending, there yeah, is maybe a touch felt- of maybe being obviously biased here, but there was an overhead, well, no, a kick, but there was a kind of... Uh, 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 an attempt to do an overhead kick and it was very close to McPherson's head before they scored their goal um, which normally would give a free kick to the other team but unfortunately it didn't happen so anyone wants to watch it get a watch I'm not saying that we're no against all the decisions I put my hand up I probably do think that the red cards the other week there are kind of justified a wee bit I'm still about half and half on Skinner's one but yeah, this league's a tough league. Um, with teams and the referees. Um, it's a different referee standard as well.
1: What I would say, mm-hmm. what I would, what ask then, obviously, I think that they've probably seen it out. I think that it's a step up in level. Um, for Lithuania. I think they're still learning as well as a team. They're so... learning
0: as a team, but it's not just a team. And they're learning what it's like to play Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the issue is. It's no like... I mean, eight injuries didn't help. I'd like to put my hands up for on that one. I'm going to use that as an excuse no, a wee bit. But... No, but what I mean is, though, they're coming
1: up where... Okay, they've come to a league that they still play quite regularly through the week. But what I mean what is... compared though, to
0: that up... Andy? they've, played, they've played eight games I and mean, we're just in the start of September.
1: Yeah, I know. What I mean is, though, Whoa. they're coming up against a uni, a uni side who... Yeah, they they've, they've haven't been the best and there's people that'll have a go at their quality. But at the same time, they're still well organised. They have got all the league experience. They're still... They're, they're they fit, what they're fit enough as league. they
0: are. It's the same with University yep. of Stirling. We've seen that yesterday when we went. They're a fit team. They need yep. to be to to compete in this league. And they're supposed to have played some nice football as well, which I, I don't I don't say they didn't. But yeah, I think it's been it's a good start to the season so far. A couple of hiccups on the way. I mean, you can't argue 12 different goal scorers um, no. since the start of the campaign is. Is goals are coming from everywhere to help out. And as I say, if nobody knows about this, we, we do have eight players who are injured at the moment, and getting red cards in between that does not help the situation.
1: Yeah.
0: Going on to Trinette Andrew Dixon.
1: Indeed, Trinet. So there has been a total change at in the last week or so. Um first of, of all up the Up and down, huh? Eh? What's that?
0: Up and down, roundabout, here we go. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's not many roundabouts internet, but anyway, that's a different story. I'll be. That's a good. Time. Anyway, so, In regards to in regards, to obviously the there's been a the resignation from the board level, um, the owner or the person who runs Impact, the main sponsor, has stepped out. Um, there's been a lot of that, and then after the defeat to Hearts B on Tuesday night, Max Christie was then relieved of his duties or resigned and joined the board, and. Ian Little has taken over. Um, so we went yesterday, um, a very hungover Cameron went yesterday with us in the car to 4th Bank to take on, to be fair. Yeah, it wasn't just us just, that went,
0: half the loan league managers went.
1: Well, yeah, half the lonely league was there as well. We feared, uh, Cal it was behind us. Um, who else we seen? Uh, there was a few, was it Calum Tappan? yeah. Callum, tap Tappin, yeah. Uh,
0: Callum, how are you both from? They of are. on the soul in the, the bench, yep. on
1: the in the stands for Tranent. Um, uh, so Martin Scott. Yes, uh, well, I suppose it's a Sunday, so there's been a definitely a lot of scouting missions going on yesterday. I think that I was, in, I, it's always going to be interesting going into that game because how would Trinette react? Okay, Lato's been there before. Well, not Lat before, but he's been he's been part of the coaching team, so. That, at one point, there isn't maybe too much change as well. Again, University still in. They're still going through a wee bit of a transition period. And for the first half, Tranmere were probably the better team without really doing much. Would you say? Thanks for that. Um, Sorry, I wasn't looking at the camera. I was reading the I was looking at the league. So we'll start that again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they were the point of was they they had a lot of the ball. They probably had more of the more of the chances. Um there probably wasn't that many proper chances though at the same time. There was a lot of maybe taking one too many extra touches, and by the time they've taken the extra touch, the Stalin boys are back in. Um I didn't think that Camille Ross and Brock Watson had a good first half at all. Um,
0: I think the only player for me that seemed like it was decent enough, obviously bald in the back four. Uh, everything he got, he was heading the ball in the ball, or He was putting the balls yeah. up to 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 Brock and also Ross. Um, you you look at your name and there's quality there. Oh,
1: there's lots finding, of quality.
0: I just finding the way that they want to get the ball in the box and how how they want to score goals. I mean, there's about four or five opportunities to hit the ball about twenty times and never done it once. And you're thinking, yeah. if you really want to win this game, you're going to have to put your finger out here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the second, even going into the second half, but as I said, there wasn't that much to talk about in the in the first half. Um, the last, the last fifteen minutes was the only time you actually had things to talk about. Well, I well they, again, even then, there were still both teams had like goalies made saves. Had, I think both teams had the ball in the second half as well. I don't want to say, I think out of chances wise, I think Stullen will look at that game thinking they should have won that. Yeah, probably as, as much as I think yeah. Two you don't guys need...
0: up front, number nine, number ten.
1: To main number yeah, ten. second half they they came out firing in the second half. for a few chances, goals made a good save. They've hit the bar, put one over, and then they got a stone wall penalty. Yeah, would you say stone so well. I see stone wall in front of where we were. It's a it's a weird one when you're
0: coming in the back of somebody and you do clip their heels. Okay, you're running the risk of running that close to them. Um, I mean you just kind of let them have the shot, and I think. You, yeah. In some ways, I think he's quite lucky to still be in the park.
1: Well, we, we had that conversation
0: with, again, spoke I spoke to you about it. Do you yeah, think, so in I mean, the same way, what I'm going to say here is, if you're going to send somebody off for one thing, you knew I'm going to do the other. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, it was last man, the, not last man, because of the last not, but there was a, you denying a goal-scoring opportunity, as yeah. such. And, um, so, Yeah. It's one of these Is that you look at it. You got booked Fine Probably no and argument You really. scored from it So Happy days Yeah Absolutely But then Trent were still They were still toiling. They were still toiling hey, at 2-1 2-1
0: 2 um, 2 hey, so
1: Close yourself Andy? Yes Aidan Walsh Scott McClory Irvin Came off the bench With probably made 15 minutes to go Yeah 15-20 Changed the game Changed the game Changed the game Aidan Walsh Scored first Scored the goal Leveled the game and then McCrory, it was McCrory-Irvin played the ball through, wasn't it, for, sure it was, Clover, for ross i the highlights, but I definitely think it was. And then Cammy-Ross chipped the goalkeeper, um, and it was suddenly 2-1. Two goals in uh, two minutes, basically. You've seen the goal. Uh, totally you get to that stage. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, to be fair, when they came on as well, I thought Watson probably played a bit better, because he, he didn't did go off. and I think the, the, the most. Yeah. If you if he if, he, if he,
0: to to finish off the game and being so good in the second half, he could he, he should have scored. Yeah, uh, but, but then he,
1: there
0: was one was just after it as well, wasn't there? One and more with the ball, taking players on more. Yeah, I think you just felt more relaxed. I think what the issue is was the way the midfield was set up in the first half. Also, he's lost also um, Alan Horn. Yeah, and I don't think that helped him very much in the way no, they played. So. But at the same time, Ben Miller's knows that a like non-experienced player for Torrent. He's been there for a long time now, and um, yeah. you'd expect them to stand at the plate, and I think it's pretty pure to most. No disrespect yeah. to the guy, I just wasn't really impressed with him it was, well, they didn't have a good game. It's simple as that. But the day the points go back on it, the kind of hinder that we're talking about hindered Aussie number eleven. I can't mind his name either. He had a belt or a short Ted in in the second half. Yeah, um, no, but you know, we'll wait and see when they come to bigger games again. Well, that's um, um I don't think University of is a small game. I think that's still a big game. I think I still expect them to be in the top eight, maybe top six, if yeah. they keep doing what they're doing. It's just shutting up the shop when they need to. That's the thing. Um, yeah. And making substitutions. They made a few substitutions as well, which maybe were a bit too late, maybe, I think, compared to Trenet's. Yeah. So the the okay. ones at Trenet kind they of got the game under control. They played a bit better, and then he brought his guys on, and it just... Doesn't work.
1: No, absolutely not. I thought the number six had a good
0: game for them. Very uh, good. Very good. Uh, there's two or of them in the. Well, well. I think the the forwards. Honestly, I, I, I can't believe the physicality and the strength of the two boys have got up front is. Yeah. It's brand new. They'll cause some problems. Um, again this year, I'm just glad that we've got them at the road, at home already. Um, it's a bit different going to fourth plan, can it? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, so I think that again okay, I'm just going to get the the names of the number nine number ten give me a second um, to give them the
0: clear so Andy's getting that I'll just touch on the rest of the teams that we're going to talk about I think Broom Hills hit a wee bit of a, a sticky patch they will be back there's no doubt about it they're a very organised side civil so we'll service obviously getting beat off to Gretna um, we'll move on to that one we'll just talk about that game in general For what I've been told is Gretna are going to be a different killer first fish in the next few weeks um, they're still Playing players that are under trialists which kind of makes you a bit dodgy, but again, let, let's see how they get on in the next few weeks. Uh, Berwick Rangers, also Liam Buchanan, is the top goal scorer in the Lone League at the moment, so they've got a guy up front that can score the goals. Unfortunately, um, they just kind of put the ball, the points on the table um, to get them back up the league, but I think, as we talked about earlier on, I think Berwick Rangers are a team to really watch out for in the next few weeks once the the Cup games start coming in for other teams and other teams screw the Cups. You get that extra week break, extra midweek break, get fitness back. Alvin Rovers, Andy, um, before you get the players up, Alvin Rovers, what are you thinking about them? You think they're going to be a wee surprise surprised coming up to the league here? I think,
1: though, I think it's going to take time for them to adjust in the league, of course, but I think that, yeah, I think they'll be closer than we think. Um, I think that, again, it's all about finding their feet. I... I don't. I wasn't sure if I had overestimated them at the start of the season. Obviously, depending on how it went, but I think that obviously going forward, I mean they are they are going to be there or thereabouts when it comes to being at the top. Whether they've maybe the delayed start is maybe going to cost them. I don't know because again, that's Kildinbeath is one of their one of their games is Kildinbeath, um, and that's always going to be that is always going to be difficult for, um. For all overs, I mean their games coming up, and they've got Celtic on Saturday, um, Celtic. B I should say on Saturday, and then Stalling at First Bank on the Wednesday, um. So they're both going to be too difficult. Guys. Not that is not not as an easy game in the Lone league, to be honest. No. Um, but I think that they're going to. I think it will be interesting to see where they go. As I said, I'm not quite sure. They're still probably are still finding their feet. just that wee bit more, right eh?
0: Yeah, it's fine finding the feet, new players, new manager technically, uh, compared to last year's managers. So yeah, we'll we'll give them a a, a kind of buy buy a wee bit to slide them in a few weeks' time when they get back on the same amount of games played. could and beef are in the same boat, no way not so much now, but um be for say manager there yesterday, watching Trinity, his old team um in, in University of Stirling. And um yeah, basically I think Curden Beef are a team as well. I think Cal Mennett has got a way of playing. Um I don't think Central Park's the, the prettiest stadium to go and visit on a wet Tuesday Tuesday night. But yeah, we'll see what happens with them and we'll go on to the next few games in just a minute. Well that's Andy finished being Danny McPhee for ten seconds there. Um let's say uh, continue with the Lone League, shall we? Yeah. Oh my God, come on. What do you do to them? Put a spell on, their, on their, uh, their bed, aye, and just make them locked in? If only. Well, as I just finished there, University of Stirling, Celtic B, Gala Ferry Dean, East Stirling, Caldwell was getting Gretna 2008 and Ember University are uh, the bottom half of the table. University of Stirling, I don't think, will be there. And I think Gala are a team that's just a big match, And it just shows you beating Broomhill, puts them back in a decent position again.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely. I mean, going back through it quickly. Obviously, we're just going back and through some of the fixtures. We're talking about Tranent Gretna. You said that Gretna are going to be a, um, a different killer fish. Well, that's that's what's happening on Saturday, and then Tranent go to Cowden Beath on the Tuesday night as well. I think that's that's going to be difficult. These obviously Gretna is probably maybe out that, just that a little bit easier. But I think when it comes to Cowden Beath. I think that's gonna be it's gonna be very difficult going through there. I mean they're they're hitting a wee bit of form as such. Yeah, um, so what we
0: can do is if we're gonna do that, we'll go through some fixtures that are happening at the weekend and midweek. Yeah, so you've got the uh, double fixtures again, you've got this usual Ainsley Park, it's nine foot five, Hartsby versus Lifke. Very dangerous Just it could be some massive one at uh Sheffield, park. Um Celtic beat Albion Rovers. Civil Service bonus, on Cokes, Broomhill, East Stirling, Braves. University, of East Colbride, University of Edinburgh, you see say, uh, East Colbride, Califreden versus East Stirling uh, University, and Trent versus Gretna 2008, as Andy just said there, um, and then you've got midweek specials, you've got Broomhill versus Civil, and it's a big one that everyone was talking about recently, and it's Lufkip Rose versus East Bride, and the likes Preston Prestonfield. They two games home and away are being played midweek this year, Andy. Yeah. So Gala Edinburgh University, Codden Beef, Trent, Galf Braves, Caledon Braves versus Gretna, and Berwick Rangers versus Hearts B. Two games on the Wednesday. You've got University of Sterling versus Albion overs and Cumberland Colts East Stirling. So out of all the games on the weekend and midweek, watch one is your pick?
1: Seven, two seconds. Just going out. And to be fair, I'm I'm quite looking forward to just the game on Friday night. Yeah, big uh, game. I think that's just maybe was it's you versus your team. Um, the biggest question are is, going? are you going? Well, at this moment in time, I will be going. Um. So yes, hopefully I will be able to make it. At the moment, I am going. But having a young family um it is sometimes quite difficult sometimes maybe I need to change my shift but at the moment I will be at the game um but yeah I mean that's probably just personally that's probably the game I think that Celtic I don't know because Celtic be on the same Celtic be as they've been because there's been a lot of change the players leaving and then the new young young youngster has been bloodied in um the only other one that sticks out for me for Saturday's games has got to be
0: probably Trenet versus Gretner. Um I just feel because Gretner's got their first win and Trinette's going through a, a, a transition, as you could call it, it'll be interesting to see if Trinette can do the same as what other teams have done and, and, and pump them the, the 5 or 6 or even 8 nil mark or nine twos and things like that.
1: Yeah, um, I think they they'd probably need that. Um we need that probably just for even just a wee bit of confidence and again yeah. but at the same time it's how um is there again, Gretna are probably a different team as well. I think Ber- Berick Rangers Code and beef as well. Yeah. Big game in the
0: middle.
1: Uh, both teams are obviously both teams are sitting mid table at the moment, but um both teams are probably wanting a wee bit more to win. I mean, obviously they've played Berwick have played more one more game than than Cowdenbeath. So they're probably roughly on going to be in the same form, but I think that Cowdenbeath probably away a win and again if they if they were to win one you know, or two games the hand over Hearts being Cumber North, for example, then they're suddenly they're right in the in the picture. Maybe not with East Cobride at the moment, but they are certainly up there as well. Um <laughs> again if they win some of their games in the hand, although Cowdenbeath and Albinovers game in hands against each other. So that's not always possible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I think that those are probably from games for Saturday Just get Wednesday's games back up. Where are we? or Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, for me, I I'll say. go first. I think I'm just going to be biased again. Tuesday, Wednesday games. Here we go. Cammy's just going to pick Lucky Rose? Welcome to the Lucky Rose it's podcast.
0: it's good to be well. I didn't pick. I didn't pick horse. But you did. <laughs> so. Yeah. Going to be I don't
1: Rose, know. So Die. Um well, who's uh, we've got and Jordan. Weight, if you uh,
0: have time to listen to this, um
1: you may have to spoon me if you wanna stay the night Oh, because you'll have to come sleep in his guy's bedroom. So but he can still stay though, because his guy says he does she doesn't mind if he brings people back. So we're all in <laughs> perfect. Um so again, going into the midweek games um <sighs> We're probably again turning Trinet, wait weight and beef. That's gonna be a difficult test. It's gonna be certainly probably if you think more difficult than um than there, then obviously going to Kretna. And you're gonna you've talked about Lithgow as well. Um and that's probably your probably your two most difficult games over the weekend or your times of the week. Um, I would say. And again, some of the teams are pretty similar, but at the same time it's it's who they're playing. And again, there's always big games in the low league because of the teams that are in it. There is so much, there's so much at stake. It's so batshit crazy at times. Um, and I think that's why we love
0: it. It surprised me, the quality. We're coming up to the, the East Prem. After two years of watching it, quite, quite full on and coming up to the low-end, I'm, I'm really surprised at some teams.
1: Yeah. I think, though, you, you sometimes just think that some of these teams aren't as good because you see the league table. Um, but at the same time, it is because how good some of the other teams are. So, yeah. yeah, Good stuff. I think there's, there's a lot of well-organised teams as well. Well-drilled, well-organised in this league. And I think that teams that come up, as much as the quality, because we know that obviously the, the, the train had a the quality train had last season, the quality you've got in that squad, I think that the, just how well how good some of the well organised and well drilled that these these teams are and it makes it just certainly makes life difficult it does and
0: you talk about transition I mean I even think a lot of teams are still going through a transition East Kilbride's a brand new team yeah. are almost a brand new team with a, a couple of people that are still being there Coud and Beef's a, a brand new team Galafi are building on a team that, that that's been ongoing with Martin Scott for a couple couple of years now and it just feels like Broom Hill is also a different kettle of fish because it's it's had to start again somewhere in it. It's had to yeah. rebrand completely again. So I and mean, you've got Lifkey is a different different kettle of fish as well coming up from the also division below, but keeping players and adding players that, that can do a do a job and I don't think people are, are not expecting Lifkey to be up there, but I'm I'm not really expecting to be sitting with RT boss either. Yeah. I think there's been some games I've watched and I thought, okay, we we're gonna get pumped today, but we've no and I mean that Gala game was a perfect example last midweek.
1: Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But as as we'll see how it goes, um obviously moving on as well and even down the bottom, I think that it will change, change. I'll change of course it will. I think that in the I think Edinburgh need, Edinburgh unit is bad as they were. Um, well, that's the thing
0: though, because people be. realize his last games are on the 9th of September, and then there's no fixture to the twenty sixth of September. Yeah, due to Scottish early yeah, eh, due, due to the World the,
1: Cup, to the challenge. challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's a wee bit of difference. Uh, keeping momentum in the cup, being in the cup, um, and having maybe a, a free week to get injuries back, you know, injured players back. So yeah, just had to add that in it. again, Andy Ken gone for those things here, yeah, these squads. We're all right, we're, so... It's alright, we're just saying extra players this year, no, does not matter, we're not injured. <laughs> and here we go, we're back again, it's west of Scotland lead time, eh, a division that's been followed up very closely recently from investments and competition from other clubs. And this table is going to make you wonder how are some teams sitting where they are this year. Two teams that I expected to be top of the league, but a team that's only played five games so far in the top league is Beef Juniors. And they've got 15 points. They've got the whole whack. Five games played, five wins, and fifteen points. They've got second place Pollock. Quite expecting to be sitting where they are. I'm quite happy they are because I didn't want what to make a tip myself. Eh, 14 games play. 14 points sorry, on the board and seven games played. Kelly Bank in third place as well. Very good team. Uh, 14 points on the board after seven. Darvel sitting 4th for Bloody Pals and Darvel, eh, 6 games, 13 points, they're just winding out wins, their defence is as bad as Lufkies. Um, Holford in 5th place, a we surprised package, they had a great start to the season, but only 1 loss in on the board, 11 points. Tollock, Rob Roy, eh, interesting, we won there, 6th place. St Caddox, East Colbride, eh, sitting in the 6th position, 7th position in 6 games, 9 points on the board. Bemberd also coming also up in the last season, 8th place, 9 points. Troon, nine place, 8 points on the board. Coming up Juniors in 10th, Scottish Junior Cup winners last year. They've uh, only played 5 games, uh, 7 points on the board, so they'll be up there to try and get up the table with the games in hand. Larks Whistle, 7 games, 7 points, and 11th. Arthurleigh, 12 and 6 and 6. Dylan Afton uh, recently just uh, parted ways uh, with the one and only Ryan Stevenson. Um, he is in 13th position with six games in his last game played there. We'll come on to fixtures in a minute. Uh, Oki lake Oh, did me, uh, 14th place, seven games played, four points on the board. We'll go into them in a minute. Why, I think that's just going to be a busted flush or it's going to go the other way. Uh, Irvin Meda. Another one as well, only five games played, along with Gart Cairn, but Gart Cairn's bottom the league, one point, and Irvin Mehta, five games, four points, and 15. So, Andy, I think we'll just start off with the, the champions last year, and also they're still up in the top of the league table. Um, Andy is also just munching away as well, but he gets the benefit of me actually looking at the screen for a change and you've got uh oh he's just spat his food out there we go oh, oh he's false teeth right sorry like right. is that you composed yourself now can you come on
1: i was composed i was just finishing eating mute well, you <laughs> um, and you just kind of stopped and lost your whole place in regards to breathe so i don't know um, you
0: but i was expecting you to do something when i, I noticed you in the in the, the, the corner there now
1: but aye um in regards to him crack and start continue with your left off um, we said that we've said it before we've said that obviously they lose their star man as he goes to the Middle
0: East it's mm. not affected them really so at the end of the day fair play um, obviously go through in the Scottish Cup as well yeah we've I'll, I'll could I go through the. the, uh, the sorry but you're in there I was just going to before you said anything I was going to go through their, their games have played so far uh, in the league honestly. and Beef Juniors, obviously first game of the season was against um, Kirk and Tullock uh, 1-0 uh, not getting that convincing but in a way as well it's a win on the board uh, I had a midweek game uh, against Benburb away from home 4-1 having yeah. uh, beat over Med at home 4-0 um, Glen Afton game beef got postponed um, I can only assume it's maybe a cup game got played instead yeah Scottish Cup
1: not a Scottish Cup game
0: so Scottish Cup and, as Andy said they are through the Scottish Cup um, and they're going to be in the next, also in the next draw, aren't they? Um,
1: they're
0: playing the Scottish Cup this weekend. Yep, uh, we'll go into that a wee bit later on. Uh, 16th of August, they played a midweek game against Lars Thistle and the big one was just there at the weekend, and they beat Lake 1-0. So, if I've had a... Ah, uh, meh, uh, you beat the smaller teams in the league, you're going to go far. So, that's my way of looking at the last couple of years. Yeah. And I think they've done that... Um. What what they've set out to do. Um their next game, obviously, as Andy says, they're not playing the in the league this weekend, they're playing the Scottish Cup. So next game's Cumluck away. Um, and then they've got Cloud Bank in the Cup. Um, and then they play Cloudbank Bank again. So Cloud Bank away from home twice in a row. Um, that that's that sounds like a great spectacle. <laughs> uh but yeah, beef, top of the league, kind of beat it.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Um so yeah,
0: they're playing they've got bon in uh, one in Thistle mm-hmm. up, So So we'll yeah. go on to another team as well that we we're gonna talk about um quite a lot at the start of the season and it's it's got to be that team um Bullock.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, they've obviously they've we thought that, I, I tipped up to win the league. We were still early doors. We're still absolutely early doors in the whole in the competition, I suppose. But I think that they've got. They just need to keep what they're doing. Just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're getting learn. the crowds
0: in. I don't know if you've seen some of the highlights and some of the attendees, but um, aye, um, it's almost like the same every week after that Darbo game we went to that at the midweek game. Yeah. So they're they're doing well with the crowds getting them in the door, getting them interested. And to be honest, we, with the wins, I've got on the board. So, so far, eh, they beat Ockham Light 1 0 the first game of the season. Absolute peach, goal to get the win. They slipped up against Cumnock, eh, got a 2 2 draw there, and they slipped up again against Cook and Talk at home, 3 3. Then they got beat off Pemperb, but then they came back with a bit of vengeance and they pumped Urban Medda 6 0 on the 16th under the lights. Yeah. And they beat Clen 5 2 just on the 19th there. And also this weekend there, they pumped Larks Thistle 4 2. At uh, home, so yeah, there's a balance between getting the getting the balance in it. Um, we're playing Hartford um, on the ninth, and they're in cup action again this weekend, aren't they?
1: Uh, yes, they are. Let's have a look. Where did you see Hertford?
0: Yeah, that's our next game in the ninth. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, Pollock are at home to Benburb. There you go. Sorry.
0: next team that's maybe should be up there and they are up there is Claybank. Uh, Claybank's recruited well again on top of what they had last year, um, sitting fourteen points on the board. And again, they've had the uh, Robert the Green. They've had a couple of results that they wish that didn't happen. And I think that game is the first game of using season is free three two. Um, yeah. other medal a one one. You see the see where it's going here. The, these two teams have uh, played the big teams already. Ah, eh? uh, mm-hmm. Bank also pumped Glen Afton as well. Beat Largs thistle two Drew with Halford beat Auchinleck. So there's another big game at the road for another team. Uh, like Auchinleck, and I can't kind of wait to go in their first sure because I think they've played everybody. Uh, Glen Afton, um, four oh, one in on the fifth. I mean the latest game was five two against up there just the weekend, so it just shows you that they're that they're, they're starting to get results together after seven games played.
1: Yeah,
0: Darvall, 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 Dar. Beat first game of the season against Glen Afton, Pumped Lars hustle away from home, drew with Holford, beat at Talbot two one. Match got on um unfortunately due to um. Is it a a supporter or something, or a staff member? I think it was a staff member for Cumnock. Um, 4-0, they beat Kirk and Tulk and then just at the weekend, they came back to 3-2 winners um, at the weekend. So it just shows you how tight it's been. And basically, when you look at the bigger picture, they should be up there where they are, and they'll, they'll, they'll get up to the top of the league, or be
1: very close anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're there or thereabouts. Um, obviously, they'd be what would to be top of the league, but they're, they're probably with the massive. We're talking about transitions earlier, but you talk about the transition and everything that's happened at Darvall with players leaving, managers leaving, new boys coming in. Um, I think that where they are at the moment, again, they've played a game less than Pollock and Clyde Blank. They're only a point behind them. I, yeah. okay, they'd, they'd ideally like to be a bit closer to. Beath, bear in mind, beef have got two games in hand but the, on the uh, Pollock and Clive Bank but at the end of the day you can only do what you, you can only beat them start to play them twice. So yeah the have, the have. Um, and that's it. As long as you can get yourself within points you use you start to play them twice and that's what you need and that's where you need to be.
0: So going through Halford and Cook and, and Talk I think there may be two surprise packages of wee bit. Um first game of the season beat East school St. Caddox, or sorry just St. Caddox. Um, Huddersfield United also one 0 against Scott Cairn. That draw against Darbo, beat Troon, drew against Cowbank, got beat by Benburb, and then a match got abandoned. Uh, suppose this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, they've they've, they've they've not done too shabby, uh, considering that there's other bigger teams around the Bootle that are that are sitting further down the table. And that team for me also going cock and talk. Sorry, quickly giving a bit of credit. Uh, first game of the season against the Champions you, you, you don't expect to win but they've, they've done alright they've got a 3-3 draw against Bok beat St. Caddacks 2-0 beat Gart Cairn got thumped off Darvoldo 4-0 then I mean, at the weekend there was a 2-2 draw against Troon away from home I then mean, going into the team that I want to talk about a wee bit more was St. Caddacks um, St. Caddacks have had a weird start to the season they've also got beat by Halford the first game beat Okinleck 2-1 um, got beat by Cumnock Go beat by like, Kirk and Tullock and then went on a three game winning streak and one games in the cup as well. Um also they beat Bember three one, beat Port Glasgow Juniors in the Cup 1 0. And I will say to lose his job at the weekend there um was St. Caddox four Glen Afton nil. Yeah. So, yeah, so. it's one of these unfortunately that he's it's
1: just it comes it comes to Everybody at, at some point, obviously, they'll sort of change a change of direction, don't they? Um,
0: yeah, as I say, we are jump into It's just it's just it's a great
1: thing because obviously they've got Scottish Cup this weekend as well, and it's the, their debut in the Scottish Cup, right mm-hmm. uh, at Glenn Afton. So, yeah, they're at home to the full, <laughs> funny enough. So, yeah, we'll see where they go. We'll see how they get on. Obviously, we know Darrell's Scottish Cup exploits last season, but. They just they've just
0: changed the manager just prior to their, their Scottish Cup debut. So yeah, interesting times for them. And um, going down to the bottom of the table sort of thing. Gart Cairn, yeah, they're, they're doing all right. It's basically I think. Kind of like, um, I mean, they, they, they're just they've played some bigger teams. They're bigger. They're bigger size in this league. Obviously than them, and coming up from the division, it's always going to be difficult. Yeah. Always going to be difficult. Um and then going on to Urban meadow, I think they're just going through another transition as well. They have not got the, the, the best of starts the seasons for the last few years. I think they're a team that was sitting probably top of the end of the tables in the West, all super league divisions and juniors. But um things have changed slightly now. Um maybe wages wise and travel as well. yeah That team. I can let Talbot anytime anyone says the name. They know what you're talking about. They've had Park, oh. they've had St. Caddox, they've had Darvall. they've had Troon. they've had Clyde Bank, they've had fucking beef
1: in their first
0: seven games.
1: Yes. Um and they're a different um they're a different outfit as well. Like they've have there's been so much change uh that they've had. Um, so they've had, for example, like Leishman's left. There's been a lot of turnaround. I think that something that's very similar is that they've prior to them, and this was still the juniors, they had they were, they were the team that were always getting in at the Scottish Cup, winning the, the way that Tommy Sloan made that they won the Scottish Junior Cup. Um, they were. They were getting into the Scottish Cup, so they were building that money. They were able to build something. Now that the obviously the West of Scotland, there's more teams that are maybe on a bit more of a playing field. There's more teams getting the, the Scottish Cup money, Um and they're at, the end, they're at the end of the cycle with some of these players. And I think this is what's happened. I think that they're at the end of the cycle. There's a bit. There's a lot of change happening. Darvel, sorry, Auchinleck won't get relegated. They will be. They'll. They'll be fine. Um, I think that there's going to be a wee bit of an adjustment when it comes to the West of Scotland that Auchinleck Lake Talbot aren't going to be the powerhouse that are going to dominate this this league. Um, but there's just so much in there. And I think that as the season goes on, changes will happen. They'll get themselves out of that. They'll get themselves at roughly mid-table. Um, and again, it'll be building again for Tommy Sloan and to go for next season. Because I think this is what the problem is, is that they, all these players have left. There's been changes and they just need to build on it for next season. And again, a team like Talbot, we know that Kieran's daft about them. He thinks that they're going to dominate as soon as they get into the lower league. I think that ship has sailed personally at the moment. I think they need to rebuild and come back again um, compared to some of the teams above them. You're, again, we know about Beath and their their licensing issues. Pollock, Clyde Blank, Darvill have got again, are going through change, but I think their changes are just that. Bit better. I mean, they took Angel, they took the Talbot goalkeeper, for example. So I think that for going forward, I think that Talbot needs to just probably embrace with, with this season. It's going to be a long, hard season uh, for them, but I think they'll be absolutely fine.
0: Yeah, 100%. The biggest thing you said there is is transition and they've went down a road where obviously Tommy Sloan is still the manager after all these years. And yep. the Scottish Cup isn't the be all end all, it's the big Scottish and it's winning your league eh, to try and get up to the the the, the Holy Grail's whole league. Yep. Um it's difficult now because uh, I think the East is I don't think it is any stronger. and think it always been strong. And I think that's what the problem is. also Lift Girls getting the benefit last year. And also uh, the, the Auckland Lakes twice missed out um to try and win that league. Missed out on by a ball here against Darbo in the first year. And then also last year as well had about twenty games to get played in four weeks. Um the way it seemed at the end of the season, including Cup games. And I think the Cup Games probably took the stuffing out them more than what the league games did. Yeah. Um to to be asked to play week in, week out, three games a week almost is just a day ridiculous. It's just Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think they've had I the rub of the green the... ever since the West Scotland debut, uh, along with other clubs. I don't think they've had the, the rub of the green. I think investment is obviously in bigger than other clubs now. I think yeah. um, you, you're starting to see that. Facilities is a big thing for a lot of players now. Darvel's facilities is, <laughs> we know it, <laughs> very good for a, a, a side at that level. And to be honest with you, if you're maybe living, like we said, if you're living in an area that's maybe... A bit further away, but they're paying more money and the facilities are better. You're gonna go there, eh?
1: Yeah, of oh, course yeah. And I think that it'll come. Um, as I said, they'll they've just it's a going through a transitional phase at the moment. But because we of the know, competition if- that's now available in the West, I think that basically they're going to need to um it's gonna take a little bit longer and they're gonna it's going they're gonna suffer more. I think with the juniors the way that they were, any changes and stuff weren't felt as much because of how Dominantly they had been In the West Juniors Over the last few years Prior to this But um, Yeah no, you're, you're saying,
0: talking I about the only East, other... I don't What's that mean? I think the only other problem Is with them Is they have played against Very strong teams already
1: Yeah um, of course they have
0: A lot of balance in between We talk about Beef That was our last game on Saturday Getting beat 1-0 I've watched some of the highlights And I know highlights Don't tell you the full picture But These games will be tight I know the Darbo game was tight And I know that the port game Was tight the first game of the season um, yeah, so it's not like they're probably not playing that bad I think as you say it is it is like there is a lot of strong teams in this league a lot of stronger teams don't always make it to the top of the league um, we've seen that from a few years back uh, the likes of Troon and Largs and all that he, these teams end up picking a wee cheeky win in a midweek game um, to the same if you want to win the league you need to beat the team you need to beat these teams yeah. don't you exactly that's what I'm meaning so that's what's happened to Darbo obviously last year they'll say that the that they are still out them after Scottish Cup heroics, I would say. Yeah. Um, and the same things happen. Talking like getting told to play too many games, Darvill still managed to do it. just in the more. I don't know how, but they're going yeah, they back to the to to and Leck. Beef's still carrying on their their, their their heroics, and they'll be looking to be licensed by the end of this year. They'll be looking to go up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I don't want to spoil my. In regards to you talking about East and West, I've actually got an article for the Premier Cook program. Uh, you have, but you can come on to that. Um just for this weekend. So no, just that's what the that's what the topic is uh-huh. this that weekend. As regards East versus West, West. So Very good.
0: Well, talking about yeah, East versus West, yeah. West, we're not gonna go any further in the Prem Division um so
1: far. Um I wonder. No, thinking... I... Eh? I don't know. I was just going to talk about slightly about the the second division. And the reason I'm going to talk about the second division, uh, sorry, the first division, I should say, okay. is that Pennycook's opponents are up are currently sitting top uh, this weekend. They are top of the of the first division, and it isn't Johnston Borough who we all thought they would be um, would be there. It's actually rather, sorry, rather I, I, didn't like mean, I didn't mean no talk about that. I was going to say I'm not going to go down to the Bolton division. All right. Okay. Sorry. And I just wanted to talk about that just because obviously Brother and Glyn Cairn um, they went top of the league they're obviously, they've obviously played seven games they've won four they've drawn two they've got one they're the same points as Shots Bonacourt who were top the last time we actually done a, a podcast yeah, but they've both got 14 points each and they're a point above Drum Chapel who we played in pre-season and Big Spend Johnson Borough who again it's all they've all played the same number of games so they're legitimately a point above um and they've got the best goal difference at the four. Yeah, so they're all about each other. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very tight at the top of that league. I think that um there's obviously three go up uh to that league. So I think it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Brother Glenn they probably weren't the team that we thought would maybe go up um or be close to that because we thought obviously John Chapel, Johnston Borough. Again, at the same time, you thought maybe one of the relegation teams maybe a would do a wee bit just that little bit better but at the same time uh shots have came through quite far back and then obviously brother glenn as well so again it's going to be quite interesting at the top of that league um and again everybody were were attracted to it be because Drumchapel chapel have got a big budget because of where they got to in the Scottish last year and Johnston Borough are throwing money at it. So yeah, I mean that's why I wanted to talk about that league, is just because we we're playing them on Saturday and um, the Scottish and um, will come on to us as well, but again, give Brother Glenn are top of the league and they deserve the credit. Um so yeah, um it'll be interesting to see obviously how that goes in regards to that. At the bottom you've got Neilston coburney lake side, and I've just clicked away from league. Whitlet uh, sorry, Whitlits Victoria. Um Canvas Lang Rangers, again, they've obviously came down and they've came down and they're sitting really at the near the bottom of the league. Kilwinan again, also are um, there as well. So that's 11th and 13th. They're only, I mean, Canvas Lang are only two points off Nielsen. Uh Kilwinnen are on eight points. So there's, there's not that much difference either. And again, Newston and Kilbonnen have got games in handover. Most of them will look up on there on two points. So it's, they're a little bit further back. Um, and again, there's just that. we top talked about to the top four. St Rocks, Blantyre, Victoria, Peter Sall, Mabel. Petersall. all within. Uh, yeah, Peter Did I say that? I thought I said them. No, um, I'm just saying, within, I'm just going to
0: come on to them after you finish. Right.
1: So again, you're talking. We talked about Drumchapel, Johnson, but I'll kind of dive to the bottom, but we'll go back up. St Rocks, Blantyre, Victoria, Peter Sall, Mabel, Juniors. They're all within three points of the top league. Um, and again, Maybell, St Rocks have got games in hand um, So again, it is really, it's really interesting Again, we with only six, seven games in the season But again, it looks very tight And it'll take a team Probably won't need to go and do a wee run Just to, to obviously set the thing up And you've got to talk about Peter Sill
0: Hi, uh, Peter Sill for me And St Rocks in Blount Victoria I think they, they'll be looking to capitalise on what they've got as you yeah. see, this league's there's nearly only played two games or three games, they've all played obviously, six or seven, so it's no like that's out of the ordinary. I think the only yeah. thing we've got in there is Johnson but <laughs> the signings are just crazy now. Like that's that's also Doran's yeah. Kyle Lafferty, and also now Big Jason Naismith, isn't it? I mean that was the one I could think of. it was Jason Naismith. I was I knew that
1: they yeah,
0: Came from full time football at Cove Rangers to dropped down 25 divisions um, to play in Glasgow. Wild,
1: eh?
0: It, it's wild. It is wild. Um, what's more wild is the fact they're only sitting fourth. So, even better.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're sitting fourth. I think so when you've got three players that played full-time football last year, you'd expect, or two of them at least, two you'd them I think, I think, I think
0: them. Dorans is out that equation a wee bit.
1: Yeah, how it's the other two
0: though. I mean, Kell Lafferty played this time last year he was playing Premiership football. Yeah, out, out with his band and that uh, he was he was still kicking a ball very, very frequently. But the yeah, only thing exactly. I'd say about you go down to also St. Rocks and also maybe probably more Pierce Hill for me, I, I know a bit more Because I also played them in a friendly with the Rose, is mm-hmm. teams that are now going to go to Johnston Borough, a bit like what happens when we in Darvall and Auchinleck Lake and Pollock in the top division. Yeah. Folk will be going to Johnston and using it to the advantage of they must win the games. It's almost like the Celtics Rangers mentality. They've spent the money. They know they need to win the games. They know they need to get into this top division to cause a bit more havoc. And to be honest with you, after seven games and only sitting fourth, I don't think it's that great. But yeah. the points on the board make the difference. That's, that's,
1: that's, that's the point.
0: The only thing is, to see how what Chapel do. Uh, we went to play in a friendly actually at the start of the season, but it didn't happen.
1: Here's one didn't happen. We played them, we got a one all drop. It was very yeah.
0: they were a big they were a big side, big, very good physical side. And you can see I think that's what they'll do then, mate. So I think in when you go down the division one division below, it doesn't matter if you go two or three, I think it is physicality that comes into it. Yeah. Um you've got to be physical anyway, but the, the top more divisions, you seen the premiership last year in, in both East and West, that majority of them are very very, very good technical players.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, and it's all about fitness as well. So we'll see if Johnston Burra can last a whole year with their old farts to kill kicking a ball.
1: By the way, this is the whole thing, is that how long do they keep this, this together? If they keep it together, if if, if Lafferty and Neesmith are still there at the end of the season, that means that Johnston Burra are probably going up. Because at some point, if it all starts, it depends on when oh, if I,
0: it starts um, to fall. I, 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 I think it's a bit a, a bit of a more of a different story compared to, say, um us say, the Darvill um, signings but uh, also with mick kennedy and that at the time but yeah. the, they guys always stayed for another year um it didn't happen again obviously unfortunately but um I and don't those, see the, I don't the see the them too, too even Doris
1: sticking about yeah I think they, the drop's been massive it's been such a big drop for them yeah that I think that again they could when Kil Afferty could still play easy championship football. Oh well if Captain
0: um, can play for Martin uh
1: Kyle could play for for Morton as well Yeah exactly So I think that If it isn't going the way He wants it to go As in they're not Near the top of the league And they've not got a chance Of going up I think it, it, again It could come down to is there, a, is there an escape route But at the same time At the end of the day if, he's, if he plays to how he plays Then he'll be unplayable In that league Simple as that Yeah Yeah
0: I think that a lot of them Have looked at how old they are could they do a, a job? Yeah. And I think if Johnsonborough did go up, I think you see another kind of the way Darval worked and the way that don't uh, signed and, and, and all that and Clyde Bank, they they, they still sign good players over year over the years. They still yeah. manage to lure them in and get them in playing. These kind of teams yeah. get a decent crowd every week. Johnstonborough is a new a new kettle of fish. They'll get the 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 wow factor They're a bit like open Gold did for a few games, eh? Um you're signing big pedigree players and we will see first division, West of Scotland. It's it's mental, it's mental, but we'll see how they go. Uh, we'll come back onto the first division very shortly. Um, once we have maybe a two three week break, once the Scottish Cup's are at the road and a lot of the South and the uh, qualifying cups in each of the leagues have taken yeah. place.
1: No, so, Andy
0: no you want to maybe just go through the league of anything else, or are you quite happy with it now? No, I'm
1: happy with that, buddy.
0: Sound my mind sound.
1: So this brings us to the end of part one. Um, we recorded a podcast um, in one sitting. The podcast was over, or just shy of two hours. Um, being honest, nobody really wants to sit and listen to us talk for a straight two hours, so we split it up into two podcasts. Um, we'll put them both obviously, put them both out um, so you can listen to part one and then part two. Um, so again, thank you for listening to this bit, and we'll hopefully see you in the next one.